Furnace. Thank you, Ruthie Desai, for coming on the show. Um, I wanted to bring everybody an uh, awesome guest this week because she's a really big advocate for mental health. She's really big on hiking. She has traveled over 30 plus countries. Um, and she's just very inspired to, for her next adventure. So, you know, life is short and the world is wide, as she says. So, you know, it is. So, Ruthie, take it away. What's up? Sure. Well, thanks for having me on this podcast. Um, yeah, my name is Ruthie. I'm based in San Francisco, California. Super excited to talk to you today. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, when it, so, you know, very excited to have you on the show. Um, I see that you're in a hiking and you're into really like traveling and, and stuff. Does it ever, um, how do you, I guess, in a way, like kind of tackle problems when it comes to mental health? Um, is it through traveling? Is it through, you know, your experiences? Like, does it, do you feel like every experience kind of shapes your mental health and makes it like stronger and stuff? Or like, do you feel like it, it can help? Like if you, if someone, be, somebody was struggling, um, and, and they always wanted to go travel and see the world, right? There's like people who are crippling and they're always like at home and stuff and they really want to see the world. What would you say to them? Like, how would you give your perspective, I guess? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I guess to start off, like the reason I really like hiking and traveling, I think is because it's a way to de-stress. Like a lot of my trips end up being camping, backpacking trips where I'm really just going off of the grid. I am away from technology, away from all my stresses back home. And I think it's just a really good way to de-stress. As I'm thinking about my last few trips that have been hiking related, I think a lot of them ended up being kind of about self-reflection in a way because there was a lot of times where I was maybe hiking by myself. I was sitting in silence. And I think just being away from technology and in some words, really just sitting in silence, I think is a way where, you know, you can really look inwards. You're not distracted by everything that's going on around um, in the world. And I think a lot of times, like, we really need those moments to really just tune out those expectations and obligations that we have from the world and really just hear ourselves. And I think that's why, you know, I really just enjoy hiking and spending my time doing that. But I think, you know, regardless of whatever your activity, like even if it's not hiking, um, I think you need an outlet for self-reflection. And, you know, it, it can be anything. It could be going on walks. It could be painting, um, knitting, like anything. But I think you just need that time where you really just have time for yourself to think about your goals, your mindset, and also just kind of get away from the world. Um, and then I think your second question was like, I think around if other people want to travel or sorry, what was your question? Oh, no, no. Like I'm saying like, how do you, how, how is it like if other people are like at home, right? And they have crippling anxiety or some kind of mental health issue. How do you, like, do you feel like when you go hiking and stuff, it makes your mental health or like or not hiking just going out in the world and taking that leap of faith in yourself does it make it like into a more like you know like when you come back from another experience you feel like more confident in the next ex experience right like it builds your confidence almost right yeah definitely um 
yeah, I'm all for putting yourself out there, trying things that, you know, you might be scared to do. I mean, a lot of things, of course, are really scary, but like, you might learn something from it. Um, I would say like my life motto is mind over matter. And I think what that really means is how powerful our mind is, how powerful our thoughts are. And, you know, many times we can't really control what's going on around us. But what we can control is our mindset and how we react to it. And, you know, of course, there's there's going to be times when we're scared about something. But it's I, I really do believe it is in your mindset. And I think mindset overall just plays a very significant role in determining any of your life outcomes. And I and I really think that by understanding and even shifting your mindset, you can improve your mental health, you can de-stress, and you can overall just become more resilient to any of life's changes. And yeah, I, th- I think it's all about mindset. Like, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of like, growth versus fixed mindset. And I'm like a firm believer on growth mindset, because like I, I, I said, like, you can, you can't really change things that are going on around you, but you can change your mindset. And I think if you're more open to reflecting, learning, growing, and embracing those challenges and fears that you have, you're, you're really going to be able to grow and take advantage of all the opportunities that life gives you. No, and I, and I definitely agree with that too. Like, I feel like during the pandemic, I actually got into really into building and I didn't even know I had that ability. Like, to be honest, it was one of those things I didn't even know I had into me and, you know, build so many things like desks, chairs, um, you know, built my mom, like, uh, she's like, kind of like, you know, like, just like health wise, she can't walk so much. So I kind of built her a little bike, especially being like into like, uh, fitness and stuff. So I kind of built her like a bike with electrical outlets and stuff. So I didn't even know I was into that until my mind shift changed. And I was like, Oh, I had to kind of take a leap of faith and, you know, go out and stuff too. And that's why like a part of it was because um you know i just i always like talk about mindsets because you you have to be stronger than your mind half the time your mind is like your biggest enemy but like friend is at the same time so sometimes it, it's it's gauge into like what you do on a day-to-day basis some days you have like a crappy day but it's against again like how your reaction is towards that crappy experience right and i i think for me it's usually oh it's always a up and down battle of just constant like different types of life events it could be like a birthday a friend's uh friends giving or something like that or it could be like something great like leading up to like imposter syndrome and and, and things like that so how do you uh how would you say uh how do you uh you know just uh it, i really like like how like you know you have a strong mindset towards this stuff and do you think like uh you know mental health is like right now i think it's one of the biggest like points when it comes to just mental health and i mean in in general everything like you know during the pandemic and stuff do you think like your too has you know like evolved to and and you know just when it comes to just seeing all these different things like with your travels and stuff would you say yeah definitely um yeah i'd say especially in this last year or so there has been so many times where i think things have happened that have been out of my control and there's been moments in my life where I I feel like I really had to reflect on what's going on around me and 
make that decision to, you know, either be mad and fat, sad and frustrated or, you know, really learn to let go and grow from what happened many times in the last year or so where I've had to make that decision. And yeah, it's, it's really been around mindset. And I, I feel like maybe I wasn't always like that, but like because of things that have happened to me and the really made me become more self-aware and be more intentional about my thoughts and my actions. Yeah, no, I've seen like, you know, you've been to so many places. I, I feel like you've seen so many things that most people haven't. And uh, it's so cool just to see like, where have you been? Like you've been up in the clouds, you've been going on helicopter rides, you've been in Chicago, you've been everywhere. And it's just so cool to see your experience. It's almost like a going to like a book almost, right? And you can like see every person's page like turn back and forth every time. I know you're smiling a lot, but I'm just saying it's cool, right? Thanks. I re- like, that's a really good way to put it. I love that. <laughs> it's almost like a photo book, right? So, or it's like a life book almost. And it's real, you know, the turn. Because I feel like with you, you're someone that likes to be free all the time. And I feel like you're, for you, that's your escape. But most people, you know, can't, can't be that free, right? Like everybody puts themselves in that bubble. So how do you, like, I'm kind of envious. Like, how do you do that? Like, because I feel like I am like that too, but you're on that. I'm like here and you're like up here. <laughs> I'm like, how do you, do you like not, I, I don't want to word it the wrong way. Do you just not like, uh, like, how do you get to work? But then at the same time, like, how do you also let go of work and then tackle your adventure, I guess? Because I feel like I, I stress about work when I'm traveling and when I'm traveling, I'm stressing about like no at work I'm stressing about traveling and at traveling I'm stressing about work so how do you like just disconnect like fuck it like you know we can curse on this no good question good question I I feel like people ask me this a lot because yes I have my nine to five job um I also have a small business on the side I'm you know trying to put out travel content you know I'm doing a lot of things but I making time for all the things that I enjoy and I I think I am just a really big proponent of work-life balance and that's just been you know important to me from the start always like I do love my job and I feel like I'm learning and growing a lot from it but I also do really believe that you need to spend time in the things that you're passionate about and also just need outlets to de-stress And, you know, for me, that's hiking. So, like, a lot of my PTO just goes into those hiking trips because it is a way to de-stress. And I think, you know, one thing you're saying is, like, you're always thinking about work and stuff when you're on these things. I mean, I have just trying – I just try to be really intentional with separating work and my personal life. Like, I try to do that. Like, when I go on trips, like, I I turn off, like, my work – um, email and things like that so people can't really contact me I will also really prepare my team beforehand that I'm going on vacation so you know I'm not just leaving when lots of things are happening um, but I think overall I, I just feel like it's about being intentional with how you're spending your time because I don't know time is just so precious and time is going by so quickly it's like you you need to to make time for the things that you want to do and that yeah, that, that you want to do. Um, I think another quote, I, I feel like I live by so many quotes is um, live life as if everything's rigged in your favor. So I feel like, you know, no matter what you're doing, like everything's going to 
end up fine. So I feel like sometimes you're stressed out, like, oh, should I not take this vacation day or should I not do this? But I feel like sometimes just go after things that you enjoy different or different opportunities that come your way because I, I feel like in the end it's going to work out. Life is like Tetris. It just keeps building up on you and eventually will fall into the right places at the right yeah. corners and bricks. I think so as you're living through life right um so that's so for me like the way I kind of live through life is like I like I I work so hard that sometimes I make my life the work thing it's not even like my my job but sometimes even podcasting I feel like I gotta have that hustler's mentality so I always want to I always want to bring the best I can to my audience but at the same time I like to also I, I find this fun I find this like a very fun space i can ask whatever and it would be like great you know great experience but um going back to my audience like i always feel like you need like you always need like an outlet when it comes to your life and i feel like your your take is really good like for me it's usually about um just kind of just seeing the balance and i kind of make like a schedule for myself and i meditate a lot so i try to live in the present but i also watch a lot of Sadhguru videos and a lot of mike tyson videos because i'm in a boxing i look at mike tyson's thing where he talks to Sadhguru and he's like he comes with the mi mindset of like I'm here to be a student so like Sadhguru asked like so he asked Sadhguru like what why do you think I'm here and he's like you're here because you want to learn how to uh, not be the best fighter but the best person or something because fighters are always into fighting but after you're done with fighting what there's nothing left for you right like it's like let's say you go on the last hike of ever I mean there's always more hikes you can go to but you know what I mean? It's like the last part of the journey. So then it's like, you're kind of lost. So Sadhguru was like, you're here and like what you should do after fighting. So I, when it comes to some of these outlets, I always look at podcasting and people like Sadhguru as like really, really good, like confidants in understanding mental health, understanding where the best practices to apply. And I always go by the Pomodoro. Like, so it's like, 25 minutes you spend working and five minutes you spend not working. So those things I use to balance my lifestyle. But um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a great, great out, uh, um, you know, outlook and stuff. And I really appreciate it. Do you like when you went to, uh, I guess, Peru, can you talk about that a little bit? Like how was that trip and how was, how was that whole thing about, I would love to know about it. So. Sure. Yeah, like like I mentioned, a lot of my trips have been hiking trips. So it's a couple days, like usually backpacking, you're off the grid, like no cellular service, which is great. Um, so Peru, I just went in July. It was, I did the four day Inca Trail to Machu Picchu with a group of friends. Super fun. Um, I'm like, there's so many things I could share. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful trail. Um, there's, I, I feel like there's not too many trails that have like historical um like structures and landmarks like throughout the trail so that was like really beautiful and exciting to see um I would say like I have been on challenging more challenging ones but it was really it was just really fun and I feel like I got to spend quality time with friends because you know you're really just out there backpacking like four days straight spending basically every waking moment together insane you get close to people too right you get very mm -hmm. very People that you're like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, stuck with them. So now what we're going to do? Right? Yeah. We're just talking. And I experienced that, too, when I went to Vermont. I became close to all these people, and I learned, like, all their backgrounds and what they do. And 
their jobs and some of them work from home some of them go into construction work some of them help build the stadium that we play football on so like i learned all these random things i would have never learned when i go for that experience right but um no and 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 you know i'm sure with those experiences you also experience a lot of burnout so how do you come back and then like recharge and then go back out again like how do you do that how's that Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, they can definitely be very exhausting because, I mean, it's physically draining backpacking for several days and then flying. Um, I mean, I usually try to take at least like a day off before I go back into work. But um, I also feel like at the same time, like these types of trips can recharge you in a way because, you know, you are away from other stresses from life, you know, like work and like other things that are happening. So I feel like although maybe like physically exhausting like they can like be like mentally and spiritually recharging yeah. in a way do you have any um uh, i'd say like when it comes to mental health like how did you get into it do you have like is was there something that you were always like uh, a big advocate for or, like were you exposed to at a young age like for me personally i got it i had like a mental health kind of like episode like it's not about like episode just like i got more exposed to it so I had friends who like had anxiety and they would like talk about it. I was like, what is this anxiety thing? And then one day I actually had like an anxiety attack and I was like, whoa, this is like a real thing. So like I became like a very big supporter of it. But before that, I thought, you know, as our parents would say, like not real or like it's in our head and stuff. So like I always had like a weird stigma towards it. But um, I feel like the same thing that kind of came out. I'm also because I feel like I made a lot of good from it right everyone goes through it like the rock had depression kevin hart had mental anxiety too so it's like you see so many of these stars going through it too so like you know even beyonce had it oprah had it so it's crazy so it's like something that's the rug like how were you exposed to it were you just a supporter for awareness like it doesn't have to be like you're exposed or you have a something like but it's more so about like how did you become like a advocate for it yeah so, sure good question Well, I would say growing up, I feel like I saw a lot of family members and even friends going through mental health challenges. So I think from early on, I understood that it was important. But I I feel like at least in like the last year or so, like there have been like personal things that have happened in my life that have really kind of changed my perspective and mindset and I think have made me more I guess more of an advocate like I think you're seeing like through my social media at least like I am speaking up more about it like at least from more of a perspective of like you need to have that outlet to de-stress or you need to have that work-life balance and things like that and I think lately I've been speaking up more about that just because I'm realizing like how important you know mental health is for you know our our long-term like well-being um yeah. I, I also feel like, so basically at the beginning of the year, I'm, I'll try to make this quick, but it's kind of a long story, but I like broke my wrist in India. Um, I, yeah, I'm like, where do I start? But basically I, so I went to India for a friend's, a college friend's wedding. Um, super excited for this wedding. I basically flew there like just for it. And it was, it was in Udaipur, which is kind of a smaller town in, in India. And I'm sure, you know, like Indian weddings are. It's Udaipur. How do you say that? Wait, you kind of broke up for a second. Hello. How do you how do you say the the word? 
like the which word Uttar, like the the country you said you went oh oh Udaipur it was in Udaipur or Pradesh right it's Udaipur or something well Udaipur it was Pradesh a city it was else. a city Udaipur is a city Udaipur okay cool yeah it's like a really like famous city um like a lot of weddings happen there um I'm not sure if you watch Ye Jivani Ye Divani but they like filmed at the hotel that my friend's wedding was at yeah, so I was like super, that- super excited to go to this wedding. Um, oh. I so I basically didn't have a lot of my like really close college friends going, but like I knew some people. So basically, I I go to this wedding. Um, the first day that I'm there is the Sangeet. Um, like I'm sure you're familiar. Like there's many events like an Indian wedding. So like the first day is Sangeet. Like like all of her friends basically we had practice to do a dance. So at the Sangeet, which was kind of like at the beginning, we did a dance. And when I was coming off of the stage, I stepped on a live wire and I was basically shocked and I like flew back and landed on my wrist. And yeah, I'm like seeing your face, but yeah, it was, it was a really traumatic experience. I, I was like unconscious for a bit and like, I basically landed on grass, but because the impact was so like strong, I fractured my wrist and um I don't know I can't really explain the feeling of getting shocked but like I don't know it kind of felt like like a current was going through my body and it was I don't know it was kind of numbing um but also like I feel like it was a combination of getting shocked and breaking my wrist but overall it was it was really traumatic and they took me to a local hospital there but Udaipur is like a pretty small town um so the hospital was I don't know, kind of scary. Like there wasn't like it was like very dimly lit. I was the only patient in the hospital from like what I could tell. People didn't really speak English. And like thankfully, like one of my friends came with me and like my friend whose wedding it was, like one of her uncles was a doctor, so he came with me as well. But like overall it was just like really scary because I didn't really know what was happening. I didn't know where it was. I didn't I don't really speak Hindi well. Um but yeah it was it was like a whole like crazy thing it felt like it was I was like kind of like in a Bollywood movie (laughs) where I was just like screaming and crying and like I didn't know what was happening um I remember like like really like like things that happened like before they basically like reset your bones they are supposed to give you anesthesia and like I remember before they were giving me the shot like my friend's uncle like asked them if the um like if the shot was expired or not and I like freaked out because I'm like where am I like what do you mean it might be expired and then like they didn't even wait for the anesthesia to kick in like they basically just like held me down and like I don't know if you've broken a bone before but they basically have to reset it and like put it in a cast so they just like pulled my arm like reset the bones without the anesthesia kicking in and like yeah I just remember like screaming a lot, and just it just felt like I was in a bad nightmare. Bone, um, like the anesthesia wasn't affecting it at all. Like it basically to like reset your bone, so like you don't yeah. feel pain. I think they give you anesthesia, or some sort of like painkiller or something, so that they can like reset your bones without you feeling the pain. Because like my bones were basically like sticking out from my wrist. If yeah. 
that makes sense like yeah they popped out kind of um this was also the first time I've ever broken anything so I feel like this was a pain that I've never felt before and like it was also just the combination of getting shocked like being in an unfamiliar place with like people I don't really know um but yeah I mean so basically after that like I kind of skipped the wedding I thankfully had family in Mumbai so then I flew to Mumbai and then they took me to another orthopedic surgeon and I ended up getting a surgery and they put in like k-wires and I was in a cast for like six weeks and then had to go to physical therapy um but yeah thankfully I'm fine now I'm still going to physical therapy it's I'm okay, but I, I think the reason I wanted to share this story was because I I feel like this was like a really low point for me because this was, again, like something uncontrollable. And, you know, as I think back on it, I'm like, was there really anything I could have done differently? Like, I don't know. And, and I think that's like what was also really frustrating. And I feel like for weeks, like I was just so sad and frustrated and I don't know I just I just couldn't stop crying for the first couple of weeks because because of like of course the pain but then also the frustration that this was uncontrollable and then I think also the fact that I was really helpless and I had to keep relying on other people to help me because I was one-handed but it was it was really frustrating and I think you know basically during this time I I ended up taking short-term disability leave for a month so like I took some time off from work and I feel like it was I mean I, I feel like I never had this time before where I was really like not doing anything because I couldn't really do anything one-handed I couldn't even drive so I was you know it, it really was a time of self-reflection and I think that's kind of what maybe has made me more of an advocate towards mental health because it's really made me you know like think about my life about decisions that I've made and you know even about my risk like I feel like at the beginning maybe I didn't react the right way because I was so sad and frustrated and I feel like later as I started to think about it I was like you know what like maybe I should make this more positive like I should instead of being frustrated maybe maybe I just need to to have more gratitude. Like my parents kept saying, it could have been so much worse. Like people have died from getting electrocuted. I mean, I could have even broken more bones or, um, you know, like I should be happy that like my friend's uncle came with me who was a doctor or that was able to fly to Mumbai and get a surgery. Like, you know, there's so many things that I could have been, that I should be grateful for. So I think really just changing that mindset about how, I think about the situation. Um, yeah. And I think even now, like as I'm going through physical therapy, like I feel like the first few times, like, I mean, it was really hard. And I, I had to keep forcing myself to, you know, like I need to push myself harder to get back to normal. And, you know, there's many times in my head where I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to push myself. Like it's so painful. And, you know, I, I think again, like it all goes back to mindset and, yeah, and just being like positive and and thinking about th- things differently. No, it's a great response, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, that was a, a really long story. <laughs> it was very important. And, you know, like I have a very similar story too. And I think it it's very similar to your story because I broke my finger playing basketball and I broke the, I forgot the menodermal or what, there was like one bone in, in my pinky. And then my pinky cracked backwards, but 
when they did the same uh they did like they put anesthesia in it under Gotham pediatric uh Gotham uh pediatrics I think uh I had like a uh like the he he popped it back in place but then I had to be in a cast in my dominant arm in my right arm for like six I think three months not even six weeks three months and literally it was so crippling because it's less, it's just a pinky but it's my dominant arm I couldn't drive and all I could think about was like working out because you know I'm very health conscious and I was like oh I'm getting sluggish I'm feeling like for me it's not about weight loss or body fat but it's more so about moving every day and like I think you're the same way but in a different form right like hiking and going out and being a social bee so when you can't even drive it's like yo I can't do anything and then on top of that you're a very independent person right you live on your own you work on your own you're in Cali your boss right like you're making moves but like when that one thing so it realized it made me realize one thing like when I went through that I was like yo I have to take care of my body because if I take care of my body then I'll everything else will come into place but if I don't take care of myself and I thought like yo if I this is just a pinky imagine I have an arm or leg like I give people so much respect for having the happiest attributes and positive like you know mindset because there's people you meet at the airport and stuff you have those parts with and dude they're like the happiest people in the world and with us like we're not we're so like oh next adventure let me just forget this let me forget that we don't realize what we're doing right now in this current situation is like not living in the past like and that's something i should always like go back to right like when i'm thinking about work or traveling i shouldn't be thinking about work because you know like you said there's there's a million reasons i can like not have an arm tomorrow right so let me just enjoy the moment so i think it's just like positive reinforcements and that constant feed of thinking everything positively like even social media right like everyone says it's toxic nowadays but you could treat it as like your page right like your page looks like a fun little life book it doesn't look toxic to me right so it's like fun you know so i think it's one of those things where like i i'll constantly you know moving forward i'll always think of things in a positive reinforcement not always try to think so negatively but yeah generally you know your mind always shifts right so yeah but thanks for being vulnerable today i really appreciate it um so uh do you have any questions for me by any chance or you know i know i i bombarded you with a lot of questions today but do you have any questions for me or yeah no no i mean thanks for sharing part of your stories along the way as well i mean i feel like a lot of what you said definitely resonated with me i i'm just thinking about like what you just said about kind of taking things for granted and i think that's that's really interesting because I, I feel like there's many times where maybe we're just in the habit of thinking that we don't deserve misfortune or we don't really deserve things that are bad, but like we only deserve whatever blessings come our way. And, and, and I think in turn that makes us take things for granted, um, which is really interesting. And I, like, I think maybe that's like something we all just need to think more about like what are like even little things in our life that maybe we take things for granted that we need to have more gratitude towards like I'm thinking like even just being born into a good family with resources or different opportunities that you have even if it's like small things like getting education or you know things like that and it's like we really do need to express that gratitude because yeah there's just take for granted and I feel like we don't realize until something like really for or maybe we lose our independence or you know we can't drive like you were saying like something as small as that so 
Yeah, like I yeah. like even like you said, like yeah, I like I like how you brought up family because with family too, sometimes you find also like your friends can be your family as well, and family is great and all. And trust me, I I I definitely applaud family too. It's like such a great thing. But then sometimes, like you know, when you have disagreements with family or even friends, you're not thinking about the petty stuff. You're actually thinking about like, damn, I didn't have enough time to talk to this person or if they're like in like a certain state of mind or if they're just like kind of like in the hospital or something, you know? So it's always good to kind of reflect and just kind of, you know, not compare yourself to other people when you're out and about, because I think I, I feel like everyone's guilty of it, but no one wants to admit it. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like if you didn't compare yourself to others and you're just like, I'd never do it. I mean, that's insane. Like you have to be like a robot. Right. So I think it's like one of those things I have to actively, you know, just be mindful. Like if I catch myself in it, I'm like, Hey, wait, you know, you're doing this again. Just don't compare yourself or, you know, but yeah, we take a lot of things for granted. I, I totally agree. But yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's. And I, I think your other question was if I have questions for you and um, I think you mentioned this at the beginning, but like you listen to a lot of podcasts. So like, what are some of your favorite podcasts or um, even books or anything that maybe help you like that have helped you with your journey or helped you realize more about mental health. Um, like I know for me, like that month that I took off after I broke my wrist, I was, I was reading a lot of books that kind of helped me kind of learn these life lessons and like think differently, but just wanted to hear from you if, if you have any people. Yeah, no, I do. I do. So like recently I've, I took a hiatus from podcasting for like three weeks or four weeks to focus on my mental health actually. Um, as you know, like, uh, I, and I'll be honest, I don't care. I'm transparent, but like, you know, as you know, I was, uh, we were supposed to meet up like, you know, in the city and just one day I just felt down. So I just had to take a hiatus and then I came back to life and I'm good now. Um, but in that time, that three, four, I was listening to like Jay Shetty, but, and Kendall, um, that was a really, really good podcast. And it was about like how she's baseline and introvert, but she's very comfortable growing up. Cause like people, thought like oh like you know like there was something about her that she was off but like for her she evolved when she had her space so the thing is like not everyone that is an introvert has like a stigma against mental health that some people actually excel when they're given space and then they mm -hmm. reflect other people but it's like a very it's a huge spectrum right so you don't know if someone's like evolving or they're not coming so you have to be careful but i think that interview showed me independence and it showed me how like in um empowerment obviously because i think it's so cool to see that she owns what she does and just to see like that whole with jay shetty and their friendship i think that was such a good one um and to have kendall jenner like i always was a fan of her and the kardashians so having her was great um and then i definitely as well radhika on instagram as well so those two are like the big big two i follow and um i would just say like i would i i look up to guru a lot because he's very spiritual and he's really into like like quotes he's like you similarly <laughs> he throws a lot of quotes your way so like there's stuff like he will make up and you're like damn like it's about like water but what he's like water's available for everyone why it's because like we it brings us all in in one place right it's not it's like it can take any shape any form and so like flip it around and make you think everything too so i follow him but with podcast specifically i listen to logan paul podcast impulsive um but it's I, 
do, I do it now because you know there's reasons why. And then there's a full send podcast, podcast. I listen to um the Chictionary. It's for dating advice. Uh, talk about it. The Crime Junkie. Um, and I listen to Bigger Pockets for real estate advice. So I listen to a lot of these podcasts just for fun and stuff. Sometimes I try to bring my own flavor to it and I try to be very like neutral, but sometimes, you know, my bias comes out too, like everyone. So, you know, on that note, I like always try to listen to things that make me better. Like I'm trying to get into boxing. So I started listening to like a boxing podcast recently with MMA and stuff like that. So I can like, you know, cut weight in a healthy way and also like be like this guy who wants to like fight people and fight opponents and go spar and stuff. And at the same time, be humble and grounded. So like, I want to do so many things. Uh, but yeah you know just every day like trying to take things from other people and like with you today like i learned so much too so like is there any podcast you listen to throwing it back your way so yeah, yeah. good <laughs> well thanks for sharing all your resources um i mean your podcast definitely but i think i've been i've been trying to get more into podcasts which is why i was asking for recommendations oh, but i think there's for life unfiltered as well Oh, wanna... yes, yes. Your life unfiltered as well. Please try that out. <laughs> um, but I think, like, more so for me, I've been trying to read more. And, you know, I'm, I'm plus wanting your Jay Shetty because I read Think Like a Monk earlier this year, which I think really resonated with me along, like, so many lines. Like, he talks about gratitude, self-awareness, reflection, intention, and... Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of books like that that have really made me think differently. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, Jay Shetty especially, I feel like he says a lot of quotable things. Like, I, I remember in, like, Think Like a Monk, like, this one really stuck with me. He said, um, I think it was something along the lines of, if you think you're too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. It was, it was something along the lines of that. And I think what he was trying to say was, like, these petty negative thoughts that we have are similar to mosquitoes and even the smallest ones can rob us of our happiness and our peace. And, you know, we can't really, we shouldn't beat ourselves up about bad things that are happening in our life or, you know, like, like things like when I broke my wrist, like that was pretty unexpected and like things like that can happen. And I feel like he basically hits on a lot of those points that really resonated with me, especially like, based on things that were happening on in my life so that's a good book if you haven't read it yet isn't it insane like how he also went on a retreat to become a monk yeah and most people probably doubted him they're like oh he's going crazy and he doesn't know what he's doing with his life because it was a retreat if i'm correct mm-hmm. you were a year and a half i don't know but um it was like more than a year for sure i, I believe and like just anyone doing that you know just from like a brown stigma or a stigma of somebody that just pursuing something like that. Like, you know, traveling is different, but I think really grounding yourself and seeing those kinds of things that maybe even our parents might experience. And I think coming back from it and then being this polar, not polarizing, but impact. I think that's crazy. One of my favorite quotes by him is cancers of the mind, comparing, complaining, criticizing. So I always, you know, I always like, I feel like everyone tends to kind of, do those trip those three and complain and criticize so i think we need to have a world where it's like more positive driven and just like i guess support each other's like ideals even if you don't right like have a friendly conversation like um even with like something sensitive as like abortion or something like that 
you know, everyone has, in my opinion, like I am biased, like in the sense of like, I feel like it's your choice. But at the end of the day, like, I feel that it should be, you can, you should talk about it with someone um, if they have coming from a different perspective, but it shouldn't become always end up in a right and wrong kind of scenario. It should be just kind of like a herd scenario. And then, you know, I mean, you're still going to do what you got to do. Right. So it's not going to change. But I think like in your mind, placing that person bad like umbrella is not a good thing because then you're part of the problem then you know so all right so yeah thanks uh, it was great uh, um you know thanks for coming on the podcast i appreciate it um is there anything else you want to bring up i mean we have time but just being respectful of your time so. um i don't know this was really fun thanks for thanks for yeah. bringing me in i mean i feel like talking through some of these things yeah it's definitely kind of made me self-reflect more like I think after this I'm gonna have to like you know think some things through so this has been good I I feel like you know that's also an outlet of sometimes just like talking things through with friends um or even journaling I I feel like a lot of times like you just have a lot of things going on in your head but you need to get it out whether that's verbally or like writing in a journal or or something like that so this is good And I feel like we are very two goofy people. So I think, I think just with this, like it was just more of like a conversation, like a casual fun conversation rather than like a full on like interview kind of style. So I really appreciate you being here. I usually it depends on the guests that I have, but considering it was you, I'm glad. Uh, we have- yeah, this was really fun. Thank you so much for having me and, and starting these important conversations. Yeah, for sure. It should be, I think it should be fun. Like I would love to have you on more too as well in the future and we can like deep dive into like different things we do on a day or something you really like to do or like a hike you really like to go on and maybe talk about like a story that you experienced in the hike like i think that'd be a cool vertical but you know just glad to have you on here and guys ruthie the explorer <laughs> well thanks so much Umang. this was super fun and yes I, i'd love to join again if possible awesome all right appreciate okay. it talk soon thanks bye Thank you.